P53 Cancer and the Immune Response A review by Juliana Blaghi, Michael Buck and Karen Rusden from the Francis Crick Institute, London, United Kingdom The Company of Biologists, 2020 Abstract The importance of cancer cell autonomous functions of the tumor suppressor P53 encoded by TP53 has been established in many studies, but it is now clear that the P53 status of the cancer cell also has a profound impact on the immune response. Loss or mutation of P53 in cancers can affect the recruitment and activity of myeloid and T cells, allowing immune evasion and promoting cancer progression. P53 can also function in immune cells, resulting in various outcomes that can impede or support tumor development. Understanding the role of P53 in tumor and immune cells will help in the development of therapeutic approaches that can harness the differential P53 status of cancers compared with most normal tissue. Introduction The most common genetic lesion in human cancer is loss or mutation of the tumor suppressor gene TP53, an inheritance of a germline TP53 mutation results in a strongly increased risk of cancer development. P53 is activated in response to stress and can promote the permanent removal of nascent cancer cells through the induction of various forms of cell death or senescence. Responses that contribute to the ability of P53 to limit tumor development. Indeed, tumor cells that lack P53 can tolerate the genomic instability and enhanced oncogenic signaling that are the hallmarks of malignant transformation. P53 can also induce a reversible cell cycle rest, allowing cells to resume proliferation once the damage or stress has been resolved. Accompanying this function of P53 are various activities that contribute to damage resolution or help cells adapt to non-genotoxic stress, such as nutrient starvation. In this context, the loss of P53 function in tumor cells can make these cells more vulnerable to certain types of metabolic stress. Many cancers express high levels of point-mutated versions of P53 that generally lose the ability to inhibit cell growth, but in some cases retain survival functions and acquire neomorphic oncogenic activity. Overall, the numerous activities that have been described for P53 indicate an ability to regulate a diverse array of biological pathways. As a disease of aging, cancer generally has a limited impact on reproduction, suggesting that these functions of P53 did not evolve solely for tumor suppression. Roles for P53 in development, the maintenance of stem cell and tissue homeostasis, and protection of germline integrity have been described. While P53 can also contribute to non-cancer pathologies, such as neurodegenerative disease and ischemia. Nevertheless, the most obvious consequence of loss or mutation of P53 in mice and humans is a profound acceleration of cancer development. The hypothesis that the immune system can keep neoplastic growth in check was first postulated by Paul Ehrlich in 1909 and later termed immune surveillance by Thomas and Burnett in the mid-20th century. Both innate and adaptive immune responses play a role in immune surveillance, and CD4 plus T helper Gh cells, CD8 plus T cells, natural killer NK cells, and in some cases neutrophils are involved. Other immune subsets are reported to support tumor progression such as 
regulatory T cells, T-Rex, and cells from myeloids delivered lineages. Trex permit tumor growth by suppressing CD4 plus and CD8 plus T cell activity in macrophages and other polymorphonuclear cells, PMN, can promote angiogenesis, metastasis and immune suppression through modulation of suppressive cytokines in surface ligands. Several oncogenic events, such as KRS mutation or MYC activation, have been shown to result in the suppression or evasion of anti-tumor immune responses and there is evidence suggesting that P53 also plays a role in controlling tumor immune system crosstalk. As with other functions of P53, the ability to regulate immune responses is likely to reflect the selection for roles in normal or non-cancer disease pathologies, such as wound healing, damage repair, and resolution of the control of viral infection. Nevertheless, it is clear that a majority function of P53 in humans is to protect against malignant progression. In this review, we considered the role of P53 modulating the immune response during cancer development, focusing on functions of P53 in both the tumor and immune cells. Regulation of the P53 response P53 can be activated by numerous stress signals, including genotoxic damage, oncogene activation, nutrient starvation, and hypoxia. In the context of an immune response, P53 has also been shown to be regulated by cytokine signaling, consistent with the observation that persistent inflammation causes stress that can also contribute to both cancer initiation and progression. For example, type 1 interferons, IFN, and CCL5 promote the tumor suppressive functions of P53, such as cell cycle arrest and apoptosis. By contrast, interleukin 6, IL6, and macrophage migration inhibitory factor inhibit P53 as a mechanism to escape cell death and senescence. Components of the immune response can also control the tumor suppressive function of P53 by promoting the acquisition of P53 mutations. For example, Helicobacter pylori, a cause of gastric carcinomas, expresses the virulence factor cytokines associated gene A, CAGA, which activates nuclear factor KB and FKB, induced inflammation in gastric epithelial cells. In turn, CAGA-dependent NFKB transcription activity upregulates the expression of the DNA editing enzyme activation-induced cytodeindiaminase AID, also known as AICDA, which increases cancer risk by incorporating mutations into TP53. Similarly, a hallmark of inflammatory bowel disease, IBD, is infiltration by PMN, which are sources of free radicals that promote replication errors. The consequential increase in TP53 mutations can further contribute to IBD and eventual malignant progression. Perturbation of P53 in cancer cells regulates immune escape. A great deal of recent interest has focused on the observation that some tumor cells can avoid immune clearance, allowing them to persist and grow in an immune-competent host. In some cases, genetic perturbations within the antigen presentation machinery reduces immunogenicity and promotes immune escape. Similarly, the downregulation of the activating ligands for the natural killer group membrane D and KG2D receptor can help cancer cells avoid immune detection. While the major histocompatibility complex class 1 MHC1 and NKG2D ligands 
are involved in immune recognition. Cancer cells also engage in direct immune suppression by regulating expression of the immunosuppressive molecule programs that ligand 1, PDL1. Furthermore, cancer cells modulate the environment through cytokine and chemokine secretion. Each of these immune responses is influenced by the p53 stages of the tumor. The MHC1 antigen processing pathway is targeted by wild-type p53. MHC1 bound peptides can be generated by proteasome pathologies of intracellular proteins and require transport associated with antigen processing 1 and 2, TEP1 and TEP2, for translocation into the endoplasmic reticulum ER, and to form the peptide loading complex with other components, including MHC1 subunits, for example, beta macroglobulin beta2m. Not all oligopeptides from the proteasome are the correct length for MHC1 loading and require endoplasmic reticulum aminopeptidase 1 ERAP1 to further trim them into the appropriate length of 8 to 10 amino acids. While human leukocyte antigen B7, HLA B7 and allele of the MHC1 locus can be transcriptionally repressed by P53. Other studies suggest that P53 induction promotes peptide processing and MHC1 surface expression. Type 1 expression is enhanced through P53 mediated transcription in response to DNA damage or direct activation of P53, leading to increased surface MHC1 peptide complexes in cancer cells. P53-dependent induction of ERAP1 expression would also enhance the number of peptides available for MHC1 loading. Both these aspects of antigen presentation are downregulated in P53 mutants and P53 null cell lines. Intriguingly, deletion of the key components of the MHC1 pathway reduces P53 function, suggesting an interplay between MHC1 presentation pathway and P53 activity in cancer cells that is not yet fully understood. Regulation of immunomodulatory ligands by wild type and mutant P53 NKG2D ligands bind to receptors on cytotoxic immune cells and allow them to damage and transform cells. Depending on the context, P53 can either upregulate or downregulate expression of UL16 binding protein 1, ULBP1, and ULBP2, two of the eight NKG2D ligands. Pharmacological activation of P53 with the small molecule reactivation of P53 and induction of tumor cell apoptosis RITA or re-expression of P53 in otherwise unstressed cells induces ULBP1 and ULBP2 transcription and synthesizes them to NK cell mediated cytotoxicity. By contrast, induction of microRNA-34A and microRNA-34C by wild-type P53 in melanoma cells leads to the repression of ULBP2 translation, potentially contributing to an escape from cytotoxic destruction. MHC1 peptide recognition by T-cell receptor TCR is the first step to cell activation. Once fully activated, effector T cells upregulate co-inhibitor receptors, such as programmed cell death protein 1, PD1, to keep protective immunity in check. Cancer cells can co-opt this equilibrium maintaining pathway by overexpressing co-inhibitory ligands to constrain T cell activity. 
targeting PDL1 can release this inhibitory signal to T cells and can lead to tumor regression. MicroRNA34A, a transcriptional target of P53, is a repressor of PDL1 expression, and loss of P53 activity increases PDL1 surface expression, which can suppress T cell function. Consistent with this, the expression of mutant P53 in human lung cancers correlates with increased PDL1 expression, which may help to identify patients responsive to checkpoint inhibitors targeting PDL1. Other immune-related receptors that can be modulated in cancer cells are those sensing pathogen-associated molecular patterns, PAMP, including the toll-like receptors, TLR. TLR are a family of evolutionary conserved receptors involved in sampling the environment both within and outside the cell. Signaling through surface TLR, TLR1, TLR2, TLR4, TLR5 and TLR6 alerts the immune system to many bacterial and fungal species, while intercellular TLRs, TLR3, TLR7, TLR8 and TLR9 detect nucleic acids, predominantly of viral or bacterial origin. In cancer cells, TLR signaling can result in a wide range of responses, rendering tumor cells vulnerable to cell death or contributing to inflammation-induced proliferation, depending on the type of TLR stimulus. Intercellular TLR3 and, to a lesser extent, TLR9 are transcriptional targets of wild-type P53. Increased expression of these receptors through P53 can trigger agonist-induced apoptotic cell death, a response that is lost in most cancer cells expressing mutant P53. However, not all TLRs are deleterious to cancer cells expressing wild-type P53. The P53-mediated response to TLR5 ligands promotes IL-6, IL-8 and CCL-22 secretion, cytokines that could attract protomogenic immune subsets to the tumor site and support tumorogenesis. Hence, the type of TLR stimulus and P53 status within cancer cells may help shape the outcome of tumor growth within the lost. The role of wild-type and mutant P53 in pro-inflammatory cytokine signaling. As discussed above, cytokines can both inhibit or induce P53 function. P53 in turn modulates pathways that are activated in response to cytokine signaling. Wild-type P53 regulates inflammation through signal transducer and activator of transcription 3, STAT3 which acts downstream of the inflammatory cytokine IL-6. Loss of P53 in mouse models of pancreatic and prostate cancers results in increased STAT3 phosphorylation, which is mediated in part through enhanced autocrine paracrine IL-6 signaling. P53 deficiency in pancreatic cancer cells increases Reactive oxygen species, ROS, which inhibits SRC homology region 2, SHP2 phosphatases, and drives STAT3 activity. In addition, P53 ablation in PTN null mouse embryonic fibroblast, MEF, leads to enhanced STAT3 MIC pro growth signaling. STAT3 activation is regulated through a negative feedback loop by suppressors of cytokine signaling SOCS proteins. SOCS1, an inhibitor of STAT3, binds to the N-terminal transactivation domain of P53 to induce cell cycle rest and senescence, with consequential induction of cytokine expression as further discussed below.
Taken together, these studies indicate that loss of P53 function maintains STAT3 signaling and bypasses proliferation inhibition. Intriguingly, STAT3 can inhibit P53 expression in a reciprocal negative regulatory network. One consequence of P53 loss in activating the IL6 STAT3 axis is the modification of the tumor microenvironment as loss of STAT3 in P53 null pancreatic cancers reduces PMN infiltration. P53 can also indirectly suppress the expression of certain chemokine receptors, including CXCR4 and CXCR5, thereby reducing cancer cell immigration. Beyond loss of wild-type P53 function, Certain p53 mutants can gain new activities to influence cytokine signaling. NFKB is a transcription factor that responds to pro-inflammatory signals. Classical activation of NFKB involves the cytoplasmic release of the heterodimer between the NFKB subunits p50 and p65. P50 is encoded by NFKB1 and P65 by RELA from inhibitory of KB, IKB, allowing transcription and upregulation of tumor necrosis factor TNF, IL1 beta, IL6, and other pro-inflammatory mediators. While type P53 and NFKB take part in a complex crosstalk by transcriptional co-regulating each other. By contrast, expression of the P53R175H mutant can potentiate NFKB signaling and increase P65 nuclear localization. Some mutant P53 proteins interact with P65 forming a complex that increases NFKB transcriptional activity. Challenging mice with the inflammatory agent dextran sulfate sodium DSS, a model of IBD and IBD-associated colorectal cancer, promotes inflammation-induced NFKB and renders mice bearing germinal P53 are 172 H mutations, the mouse equivalent of human are 175 H mutations, susceptible to colorectal adenomas. The P53 R273 H mutant can also sustain IL1 beta signaling by transcriptionally repressing IL1 receptor antagonist. The P53 status of tumors shapes the immune landscape by regulating myeloid and T-cell populations. Loss of P53 function in cancers results in profound changes in chemokine cytokine secretion, leading to important effects on the immune environment. Tumor infiltrating myeloid populations range from PMN, including neutrophils, to monocytes and macrophages. In prostate, breast and ovarian cancers, P53 loss promotes the recruitment of tumor-supporting myeloid cells, while in breast cancer models, P53 loss within the tumor promotes dysregulated WNT signaling and consequently increases circulating neutrophils involved in supporting tumor growth and metastasis. Monocytes home to the ascites of P53 null orthotopic ovarian cancers, potentially through tumorigenic production of CCL2. Furthermore, the combination of P10 and P53 loss in prostate cancer models increases the secretion of CXCL17, leading to the recruitment of tumor-associated PMN. In this model, inhibition of PMN Infiltration by CXCR2 receptor blockade attenuates tumor growth. Similarly, PMN recruitment has been shown to be supported by STAT3 signaling in P53 null pancreatic tumors.
orthogy role, if any, of p53 loss in this response is not clear. Tumor-associated macrophages, TAM, also increase in response to loss of p53 in ovarian, lung, pancreatic and 7-12 dimethyl bands A anthracene, DMBA-induced skin cancers. Pharmacological inhibition of neutralization of colony-stimulated factor I receptor, CSF1R, impedes macrophage differentiation and survival. Reduces TAM in both p53 null and mutant p53 expressing pancreatic tumors and can modestly retard tumor growth in some models. Overall, it seems likely that simultaneously targeting several immune modulating aspects of p53 loss in cancers will provide the most effective and durable tumor limiting responses. Supporting the association of p53 loss with macrophage infiltration seen in mouse models of cancers, human breast cancer datasets show positive correlations between CSF1 response signatures and p53 mutations. In addition to modifying CSF1 signaling, several other p53 associated pathways influence macrophage recruitment and function. For example, myeloid cells within p53 neural tumors are recruited and pre-programmed through the secretome of p53 deficient cancer cells towards tumor-promoting macrophages. Furthermore, some mutant forms of p53 gain the ability to influence macrophage behavior. For example, the ability of the p53 R248W mutant to accelerate tumor growth reflects, in part, exosome secretion of macroRNA 1-4-6 and its macrophage instructing function. Either through loss of p53 or the selection of mutant gain of function forms of p53, cancer cells can repropose macrophages or other myeloid subsets to help support tumor development. P53 deficiency in some tumors also modulates tract cell populations, which are involved in suppressing factor T cells found in the tumor and in the periphery. Loss of P53 in prostate, ovarian, and subcutaneous pancreatic cancers can increase peripheral and intratumor tracts, which in prostate cancers reflects de novo differentiation of tracts elicited by P53 null tumor-educated PMN. In addition to acquiring more tracts, P53 null tumor-bearing mice develop highly suppressive tract populations in comparison to wild-type controls. Another consequence of P53 loss within tumors is a reduction of activated inflammatory cytokine-producing T-cells, which are involved in tumor regression. This ability of P53 neural cancer cells to promote immune suppression can be overcome by tract depletion of CSF1R neutralization, highlighting a complex interplay of both suppressive myeloid and tract population in dampering T-cell effector function. P53-mediated senescence in cancer cells regulates leukocyte recruitment through SASP. Various forms of oncogenic or genotoxic stress can trigger a stable cell cycle arrest in cells, termed senescence. P53 is an important mediator of senescence, which can prevent the further proliferation of nascent tumor cells and therefore represents a tumor-suppressing function of p53. In addition to growth arrest, senescence is accompanied by the production of an array of endogenetic and growth factor cytokines, known as the senescence-associated secretory phenotype, SASP. The SASP molecules can attract both anti- and pro 
tumogenic immune populations, depending on the cancer type and mechanism of senescence. Re-expression of wild-type B53 in established hepatocellular carcinomas, HCC, and transplantable lung adenocarcinomas, LUAD, induces senescence, resulting in the production of SASPU-related chemokines and cytokines. In response, the recruitment of NKT amyloid cells contribute to the clearing of the cancers. Modulating leukocyte trafficking, either through CCL2 antibody blockade or by using lymphocyte-deficient hosts, prevents SASP-mediated immune clearance of cancer cells and support tumor genesis. Similarly, loss of P10 in prostate epithelial cells promotes P53 stabilization and senescence, which impedes tumor development. However, SASP induction can also promote the infiltration of immune cells that aid escape from senescence, allowing cancer cells progression. For example, IL-1 production by senescence cells can reinforce senescence, and the secretion of IL-1-RA by infiltrating PMNs in benign prostate lesions leads to the suppression of IL-1 signaling and the downregulation of P53 expression. As a consequence, some tumor cells bypass proliferation arrest and progress to prostate cancer. Functions of P53 in stromal population during tumor development and progression. The tumor stromal network is a heterogeneous population of cells originating from mesenchymal and lymphoid origins that directly or indirectly interact with tumor cells. While there has been a focus on how alterations of P53 in the tumor cells contribute to cancer progression, tumor cells expressing wild-type P53 show accelerated growth when transplanted into P53 null hosts, demonstrating a role of P53 in the non-cancer-associated stromal cells in modulating tumorogenesis. P53 within the mesochemal stromal compartment restricts tumor growth. A consideration of the activities of P53 in the mesochemal stroma becomes important in two broad contexts. Firstly, many systemic chemotherapy or radiation therapy regimes function to activate P53 in both stroma and tumor cells. So, understanding the consequences of this response in the normal cells surrounding the tumor may help to improve these therapies. Secondly, recent studies show that many apparently normal somatic cells harbor alterations such as PA53 mutation and their positive selection for clones harboring these mutations occurs as a normal part of aging. Some studies have suggested the presence of P53 mutations in cancer-associated fibroblasts, CAFs, raising the possibility that tumorous microenvironments may also be mutated. It has been suggested that leafromini patients who carry mutant P53 allele in all tissues are cancer-prone, in part because changes in P53 function in normal tissue support the development of malignant cancer. Several studies have shown that P53 in mesenchymal stromal cells can function to restrain tumor development. Loss of P53 in CAF mesenchymal stem cells, MSC, or hepatic stellate cells, HSC, promotes the growth of many cancer cell types, including breast, prostate, ovarian, and liver cancers. Deletion or suppression of P53 in the CAF relieves the repression of pro-inflammatory chemokines and cytokines production, including CXCL1, CXCL12, IL8, IL1-beta, 
and vascular cellular factor VEGF, thereby regulating leukocytes and cancer cell migration and androgenesis. In MSC, which can function to support neoplastic growth, loss of p53 leads to the secretion of chemokines that drive the recruitment of tumor-promoting neutrophils that suppress these cell responses. Blocking the receptor for CCL2, CC chemokine receptor type 2, CCR2, is sufficient to counteract the tumor-promoting effect of p 53 msc Fibrosis-associated liver damage has been shown to induce p 53 dependent senescence and SASP production in hepatic stellate cells, HSC. This response attracts NK and myeloid cells that can function to remove damaged hepatocytes and so limit fibrosis, cirrhosis and HCC development. Alteration of P53 in leukocytes affects tumor growth. The function of immune cells can also be regulated by P53. In some studies, P53 null mice show increased susceptibility to inflammation and autoimmunity, responses that could contribute to tumor growth. Indeed, enhanced growth of tumors in P53 null host is likely to reflect, to some extent, the consequences of loss of P53 in the immune cells. Therefore, in order to dissect the role of P53 in various immune counterparts, genetic alterations of P53 in monocytes, penmyeloid lineages and T-cells have been investigated. Different studies have identified a complex role for P53 activity in myeloid cells, reflecting the abilities of these cells to either inhibit or promote cancer development. In most tumor models, P53 in the myeloid compartment regulates the fine balance between myeloid suppressor cells and antigen-presenting cells, APC, the latter of which shape T-cell-mediated anti-tumor immunity. Loss of P53 from all stromal cells in subcutaneous tumor models and myeloid-specific deletion of P53 in a colorectal cancer model increase the number of tumor-promoting myeloid cells and tumor progression. In line with this, local stabilization of P53 reprograms suppressive myeloid populations toward effective APC in induces tumor regression in some, but not all, subcutaneous cancer models. In this case, activation of P53 in myeloid cells limits the inflammatory response and reduces tumor development. In some models, intratumoral APC derived from immature myeloid precursor IMPs have been shown to rely on P53 to upregulate the expression of transcription factors associated with differentiation. As a result, deletion of P53 in these IMPs accelerates subcutaneous tumor growth due to a lack of tumor-associated APCs and, consequently, reduces T-cell activation. However, in some cases, P53 induction within the myeloid lineage can be tumor-promoting. In a mouse model of D-ethylnitrosamine DIN-induced liver cancer, activation of P53 in hepatic macrophages results in macrophage depletion, leading to HCC development. DNA-damaging agents can also induce P53 and NFKB co-regulated in signaling in human macrophages to stimulate the secretion of leukocyte-recruiting chemokines CXCL1, CCL3 and CCL20, another response that may play a supportive role in tumor genesis. While these studies suggest that stress-induced P53 in myeloid cells can be tumor-promoting, the experiments using genetic ablation of P53 in myeloid lineages in tumor-bearing mice 
point towards his tumor suppressive role for P53 in the myeloid compartment. Without TCR engagement, P53 functions to limit T cell proliferation and deletion of P53 in T cells result in an inflammatory phenotype and spontaneous autoimmunity, which could help to promote cancer development. However, P53 also regulates CD4 plus T cell polarization by transcriptionally upregulating FOXP3, the transcription factor responsible for track differentiation. Loss of this role of P53 in T cells would reduce track differentiation and would predict enhanced anti tumor immunity and hosts with T cell specific ablation of P53. Furthermore, genetic deletion of P53 in antigen specific T cells increases their metabolic fitness and reduces human melanoma growth in xenograft models. The concept that P53 activity in T-cells can limit the anti-tumor immune response is interesting, but may be influenced by P53-dependent responses in other stroma compartments. Indeed, subcutaneous tumors growth in P53 null mice accumulate more tracks compared with synergic wild-type controls, suggesting the other P53 null population help to promote track polarization. Immune recognition of P53 in cancers. While wild-type P53 levels are very low in normal cells, mutant P53 proteins tend to accumulate at high levels in cancer cells. These observations raise the possibility that the tumor-specific expression of P53 could stimulate a B-cell humoral response, providing diagnostic value as well as activating T-cells that may be harnessed for vaccination. P53 accumulation in cancer increases circulating B-cell antibodies. A strong correlation between P53 mutation in the presence of antibodies against P53 has been reported in ovarian, lung, colorectal, breast and liver cancer patients. Antibodies raised against autologous P53 predominantly recognize epitopes found in the N and C termini of the protein, which generally excludes epitope recognition and hotspot regions affected by the mutations. These observations suggest that the production of anti-P53 antibodies is a consequence of protein accumulation rather than being the outcome of new epitopes, generally from mutant P53. The presence of circulating anti-P53 autoantibodies could provide diagnostic value to some mutant P53 cancers, although not all cancers harboring mutations in P53 develop an antibody response. The prognostic significance of P53 autoantibodies is also unclear. While anti-P53 antibodies predict a poor survival in colorectal cancer CRC, potentially reflecting a high tumor burden, ovarian cancer patients with antibodies against P53 show improved survival. Unfortunately, beyond the scope of serum autoantibodies, Little is known about the role of B-cell-mediated immunity in cancers with P53 perturbations. T-cell recognition of cancer-associated P53 and developing vaccine-based therapy. The clear importance of P53 in controlling the development of cancer has prompted numerous attempts to develop anti-P53 vaccines. While T-cells are crucial to restricting tumor growth, raising a T-cell response against self-proteins, such as P53, may breach self-tolerance and result in autoimmunity. However, a number of studies have shown that inducing a T-cell response 
against wild type P53 does not cause autoimmunity in mice and that P53 might be a safe target for vaccination. Evidence of CD4 plus and CD8 plus TSL specific responses against P53 as seen in head and neck, ovarian and colorectal cancers. In both humans and mice, mutant P53 tumors can elicit T-cell responses against wild-type P53 epitopes and human head and neck cancers that harbor mutations in P53 are also associated with the development of dominant T-cell clones against wild-type P53 peptides. Furthermore, adoptive transfer of wild-type P53 specific T-cell clones limits the growth of mutant P53 transformed MEF in vivo. Taken together, these data indicate that the development of a T-cell response against wild-type P53 epitopes could target both mutant and wild-type P53 cancer cells. T-cells generated to recognize new epitopes of P53 that contain hotspot mutations have been detected in lung cancer patients and in mouse models. Similarly, synergic growth of mutant P53 sarcoma cell lines in nice generated CD8 plus and CD8 plus T cells against a new antigen containing the mutated amino acid. Therefore, it is evident the mutant P53 is effectively processed, presented and immunogenic and may allow the generation of a cancer-specific immune response. Interestingly, different antigen T-cell clones against wild-type P53 in mutant sequences develop over the time course of mutant P53 sarcoma growth in mice, highlighting a dynamic process of immune tumor evolution. Various approaches aimed at developing vaccines to boost T-cell responses against P53 are being explored. One method of simulating an immune response against P53 in mouse models of cancer is treatment with a modified vaccinia and cara expressing murine P53 MVA-P53 virus. Single-agent therapy of MVA-P53 provides only moderate relief from tumor burden despite the presence of a P53 specific T-cell response. However, combining this therapy with the TLR9 agonist CPG deoxynucleotides CPG-ODN or CTLA-4 blockade successfully induces tumor rejection. Other methods of vaccination include priming dendritic cells with mutant P53 peptides and adoptively transferring them into tumor-bearing hosts. This approach was shown to successfully promote T-cell activation in tumor regression. Building on these preclinical models, Several phase 1 and 2 trials have been organized globally using different delivery methods of P53. One vaccination approach utilizes the synthetic long peptide of P53, SLP-P53, which has been primarily used in phase 1-2 trials in ovarian cancer patients post chemotherapy. Interestingly, only P53-specific CD4 plus T-cell responses were observed and sustained after chemotherapy. Unfortunately, however, no impact on overall survival was detected in any of the trials. Other trials testing the effect of SLP-P53 in combination with therapies such as gemcitabine and pigritron, IFN-alpha, are underway. Another method of stimulating P53 specific responses in the use of the recombinant canary pox virus vaccine encoding 
wild type human P53 LVAC, which has shown promise in preclinical models. Clinical trials of the vaccine in advanced CRC or small cell lung carcinoma patients did not show benefits, despite inducing a P53 specific T cell response. However, one phase 1 trial using MVA P53 gene therapy in platinum resistant ovarian cancers showed an increase in patient survival. The potential to combine this approach with checkpoint inhibitors remains to be explored. Concluding remarks While the cell autonomous tumor suppressor functions of P53 have been studied extensively, we are just beginning to appreciate the impact of P53 on the immune response to the cancer cell. Perturbations in P53 contribute to the ability of tumor cells to escape from immune surveillance and thus promote an immunosuppressive environment. Loss or mutation of P53 in the tumor has been shown to modulate immune recognition through mechanisms such as decreased MHC1 presentation and increased recruitment of suppressive myeloid cells and tracts. However, P53 also has a crucial role in the stromal compartment, where it can play diverse roles in inhibiting or supporting tumor development. Functions of P53 in epithelial, mesenchymal or immune cells are unlikely to have been selected for tumor suppression in the role of P53 in normal development and in the control of other diseases is slowly being uncovered. For example, P53 activity in normal T cells is necessary to prevent inappropriate proliferation in the absence of TCR signaling, allowing tight regulation of antigen-specific T cell expansion. In terms of cancer therapy, however, the generation of tumor-limiting immune responses to mutant P53, whose expression is predominantly seen in premalignant and malignant cells, is an extremely attractive proposition. We hope that an increased understanding of how P53 modulates the immune response to cancer will allow for the development of targeted therapies and the promotion of long-lasting anti-tumor responses in patients. Thank you for listening. If you have suggestions, article or review you would like to listen to, follow me on Twitter, pubreading, or send me an email, info.pub.reading at gmail.com. Let's connect.